Welcome to Dune's Cantina. Oh, sorry. I okay, no, go no, ahead. Fuck. Start no, over. Start oh, over. You, no, you no. go ahead. What were you going to say? Nope. I was going to say. I don't think. No, Ricky, no, I don't no. think. Ricky's what were you going to say? It's very important. <laughs> say it. Say it. okay. Ricky's yeah. coming. Yeah, he'll 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 be here later. Maybe. Yeah. After he gets a hundred text messages from me. There's going to be. There's going to be. <laughs> Oh, Trebs, tri- 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 I'm going to fucking do a jello shots because. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, if you yeah, stuck man. that, Trevor, if you stuck that thing up your ass and just squeeze it, it would like, go a lot faster. <laughs> like, you'd only have to do one. <laughs> You'll get way drunk. Way drunk. Oh, like, shit. It'll make, it'll Challenge. make your, it'll make your yeah. balls just like fucking shrink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, they need to shrink a little bit. Well, $5 if you do it on camera. Five dollars. Five dollars. He's a whore. He's a whore now. You're, you're overpaid. I know. Last time we got it for fucking free. What the hell? Free, That's true. Man, welcome to Dunes Cantina. Tonight we're gonna do some stuff where we just, you know, have ourselves a grand old time like that. I got some beer here. I got that. West 6 Brewing from Lexington, Kentucky, because I'm out here in Kentucky. Oh, and it's been a nightmare, Sha. A nightmare, let me tell you. It's it's worse than the Ohio curse. And joining me tonight at this uh this very long table. I don't know why Dunes has like one really long table. Um <laughs> this is the long table. You, you, you can't even like sit people on the ends because it's so skinny but long. It's like uh, Vladimir Putin sits on one side and we all sit way far away on the other. That's because mm-hmm. that's how he keeps it now. He keeps it fucking get the fuck away from me with your COVID. Um, <laughs> I'm joined by Trev from Fixie's Playground and Grindhouse Zombie. From Zombie Industries. Yeah, man. And this motherfucker's over there eating pudding. Trevor's fucking taking jello shots. I am what? not fucking eating pudding, okay? I am eating Japanese cheesecake, you fucking unsophisticated cocksuckers. So you're, you're eating rice? Probably, but... That's a Cajun staple, man. That's like part of almost every goddamn meal over here. Mm. The, you, need oh. some, you need some filler, you know? Mm. Yep. And rice goes really good with uh, the gravy and the sauce. Right. What's the, what, what, what is your favorite like gravy or sauce, Trev, when it comes to like Cajun food? Oh shit! Uh, oh, Cajun's food. Um, oh, it's that's it's that gumbo, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't. I okay, can't. that's 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 not quite the sauce. Um, that's a roux. That's a roux. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, a beef roast, like cooked down. Yeah. That shit is delicious. I was also gonna say I really really love meatballs too. Yeah. Oh, when you make it tick tick like that ball, tick tick. Oh, what? I like that tick tick. You got to make it like that. I, I will second the meatball stew, and I'm going to also say chicken and dumpling stew. Mm-hmm. And when we say stew, I think a lot of people who, who aren't from Louisiana that are listening, they have the wrong idea of what a stew is for us in, in southern mm-hmm. Louisiana. It's it's a sticky, sticky mess. It's great. It's so good. But So, so it's man spunk. Okay, got it. Hey, man, when you eat that man spunk, you will, you'll be happy – Oh man, almost stole Trevor's joke. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. It's dark. It, yeah, it is thick. dark and thick. <laughs> <laughs> I like a pork. I like a pork sausage gravy. And you throw tasso in anything. I'm a fan. I'm there. I'm there. Mm-hmm. Tasso's good. But if I had to pick a favorite gravy dish, 
it would be a beef liver rice and gravy. I love that shit. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's my that's my jam. And I'm not talking about I mean you could you could have a full on bouilli, but I never get to really eat those too much. And for, for anyone who don't know what that is, that is a rice and gravy meal where you cook all of the fucking organs. So like the heart of the livers in there, the pancreas, the kidneys, everything. You put all of them little organs in there and you just eat that. I know, I know. Right hey, now, hey, you ain't wasting shit. Grindhouse is making a face right now, but if, if he wasn't told and he took a bite, he'd be like, God damn, this is the I, I best think, thing I've ate in my life. I, I think he was just thinking of Rosario Dawson, and that's his that's his face. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no way. <laughs> yeah, <it's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Grindhouse just recently learned that Rosario <laughs> goes uh, full frontal in Alexander. You're welcome. Yeah. Pause, edit. What's up, buddy? You need me to come park the truck? Yeah. All right, hold on. It's all right. Hold on a second. Tell him he's a bitch. He's got to come have the man child park his truck for him. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, man, that's why that's why T Rav gets paid the big bucks. Yeah, to park the truck. You can park. Hey, look, bro. Somebody's got to do it. Hello, and welcome to a brand new promo for Chuddle the Pod, where we take a look at music, movies, mystery, and history, always touching on the world of the macabre. Join me, Brian, in the Creepy Files, a segment diving into urban legends, creepypasta, and true tales of mystery. I'm Sam, and I cover real stories that are stranger than fiction in my real gnarly segments. And I'm Ross. My video roundup brings us to the Slaughterhouse of Cinema, where I cover horror movies that range from the serious to schlock. Tune in and check out Chuddle the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. This is going to be the worst episode of Dune's Cantina ever. Or, or, or. I don't know. I I don't think so. It's not. God damn it! Like, like he should have recorded last night because him and I were fucking talking Stephen King and all the fucking books. I mean, oh yeah, like, yeah. I wish no, I could have made up. it, but uh, I was sleeping. No. no, it was no, it was one of those fucking one o'clock in the morning, like starting See, to fall asleep. Like, ugh, See, look. so this is what I'm sending Ricky so far: Britney Spears working, yep. Rosario oh, yeah. Dawson, and then uh, what does she say? She says uh, it's thick right here, <laughs> and, then, and then that's a that's a big truck flying you know jumping uh, off a ramp so he's getting he's getting a play-by-play well he is yeah, he, he yeah text he's, message. Definitely, he's definitely getting the gist of this so movie. so if he hops on at any point and doesn't know exactly where we're at he's gonna be he's gonna be half asleep he's gonna be half asleep when he comes on and he's gonna be doing this with the one hand oh yeah true just curling the mullet and i even got some fucking even got some fucking natterdays for him oh some natterdays yeah I, but he's like he's not even here like he's just he like he can't even enjoy the Natterday because. Well, didn't he order some though? I thought he ordered. He, some. He, no, he did get some, but that's besides the point. To yeah. truly enjoy the Natterday, you have to be on Dune's Cantina. Yes, you do. You do. Oh, shit. Otherwise, it's just Natterday. Look, look, you want to meet Simba? Tell him hi, Simba. Oh, Trevor got some pussy. Up, Simba? Yeah, this is the the semi inside outside cat. Ah, okay. Well, that looks like a happy cat he just, though. He was. Oh, he's very happy. He's playful. Like for the longest time, he just run away from us, and then one day. He's like, you know what? I'm just going inside the house. And then, like, he came <laughs> in the house. He wanted to be petted. Like, he wanted to fucking jump all over the goddamn place. Like, he's constantly just playing with everything. Yeah. So, and then I, I kick him out before I go yeah. to bed. If you have some time, listen to that uh, that Handle with Scare episode that I posted. Because my cat's asshole makes an appearance in the podcast. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, everyone, oh, 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 oh. Oh, look at that. 
There he is. There he is. Just, Hold on, he just, he gets one more text message. <laughs> just dive, just just barging in the dunes cantina like he fucking owns Yo, the woke, place. Yo, woke me up, bro. Good. <laughs> Good, you fucking bitch. You're lucky. You were gonna get all the text messages from me, like all of them. Hey, y'all heard that? Y'all heard that when Jack Holly said, "I need Papito to come park the truck." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Bro, you gotta call him a bitch." Like, yeah. nah, no. I was, I was joking. No, bro, it was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. That's how Travis makes the big bucks because he can park the truck. I mean, that's the big dollars. Yeah, I guess so. Park. Park the truck. You can make the big fucking bucks. Um, <laughs> you ain't missed much. We we just started our little fuck about here at the Dunes. So let's fuck, mm. let's fucking talk about something before either fucking Reckles falls mm. or I think Travis is gonna start doing some kind of jazzercise back down there. Like you got like weights there? What are you, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, don't fall out of the chair. Don't. What, what the fuck is he doing? Uh, he's <clears throat> he's got to shift his dick over so he can sit comfortably. Oh, Hogzilla. Yeah, I suppose. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's always weird when he sits down so hard, and then it hits him in the face, and we got to see it. That's just always awkward for me. I just yeah. yeah. What did I miss? No one wants to see that, but well, because he always go. goes. Well, because he always goes when it hits him. Like he gets he gets the tongue out when it hits him in the face. It's like <laughs> I suppose if I could, I would, but I can't. So yeah. yeah. What are y'all talking about? You're you licking your bro. own penis. <laughs> a wiener, bro. I'm not that flexible. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're he was, you were, you were doing something, and he's like, what's Travis doing? I was like, he's moving his dick over so he can sit down properly. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was cleaning up a, a beer spill. Yeah. Um, apparently, oh, shit. Apparently, we don't have any waiters here at the Dunes Cantina or bartenders or whatever, so we got to... No, this is fucking BYOB at the Dunes Cantina. Yeah. Clean up, Boss clean up tuna. Boss tuna's off tonight. Yeah, the, only thing we, the only thing we have is a cockroach <laughs> named Steve. So Boss Tuna is our waitress? Is that what you're saying, Rickles? Yeah. <laughs> where where the fuck is he? He's supposed to be here tonight. He said he he's was on coming. vacation, right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah but, he gonna, but he said he was yeah, going to be right. here. God damn it. Who has his phone number? I do. I'm going to send him yeah. some text messages. It fucking worked. On fucking it worked. Day. Why not? It yeah, totally like, fucking worked. <sighs> I straight up slip through my alarms and I do this thing sometimes and I shut them up. Trevor called I, it. I shut them up in my sleep. Like I just hit the button. I'm like, nah, nah. But, and my phone was on silent too. I just kept hearing. And eventually I just heard, I was like, oh shit, wait a sec. I love it. Got a success. And I looked, text. I looked and saw a shitload of, of uh, Discord and Thanks from Trevor. I was like, oh, shit. All right. That's right. Let me get up. Let Travis, me get up. you want to just send me the number so we don't have to edit it out? Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It doesn't you matter. Probably, you probably I'm should sorry. edit out. You should probably edit out Rickle's personal phone number that Trevor shared. <laughs> I, don't think, I think that was, I think that yeah. was before we started recording. I think, I well, think, well, I think it was it's, after. It's before the show proper started. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if I should get his number. I don't know how cool he'd be about that, to be honest. Oh, well, I mean, I'm not saying like I just don't know, you know. I do have his address, so. Well, all right, you know what? Fuck him. I'm just saying. Um. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I was not prepared, so I'm just gonna let you guys fuck with him. Okay. Let's go. Let's see. What we're we gonna say. Uh oh! I'm the, I'm starting the, off with the bar needs cleaning. 
Dunes needs cleaning. Where are you? That's what I'm putting. Dunes (laughs) needs cleaning. (laughs) I spilled beer. (laughs) And you literally (laughs) beer on the floor and my dick fell in. (laughs) (laughs) Even even better. Yeah. Uh, Boss Tuna wants to be targeted to the party. I'm going to be a sleepy boy tomorrow at work, boy. I got to be there at six. And I pretty much slept all day. God damn. So you're going to be up all yeah, night. Yeah, you did. I'll take, I'll take a bunch of drugs to make me go to sleep. Yeah. After we're done. And then it should be okay. They'll or, be just, they'll just or. be texting me on in the morning. Like, like, like Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> where, are you, where, where are you at? You knob. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be like an hour. It'll be like an hour late. And they'll just be like, brr, brr. <laughs> They're sons of bitches. <laughs> oh, that's great. Has anybody watched Black Phone yet? Anybody? No, no. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, right. Wait, I might so, go watch it tomorrow. Yeah, it was supposed so, to be. It was supposed to be Monday, but the week just fucking got away from me. So, so hold on. But I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Crimes of the Future tonight. So nice. what? Oh, I need to watch that too. Shit. Tomorrow, two o'clock. Got my ticket. Nice. Wife wants to come. I'm gonna just. And, and I'm gonna just go watch it. Top Gun Maverick again. Yeah, that'd be okay too. That was a good fucking movie. That's that the highest good... grossing movie of the year at this point. That was a it was a good fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Dude. And then the new uh, the new Jurassic World, people are like walking out of because it sucks so much. Oh <laughs> shit! Like oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it makes me walk... sad, but I'm not surprised. Damn, bro. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of sad when we 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 have this big influx of movies, and it's like there's all these ones that you expect to do so well, and then. Like I just looking at the preview for Jurassic World, whatever the fuck it's called, Dominion um, or some shit. It, uh, it, yeah. it 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 doesn't it doesn't look all that good. I mean, it just you know it it looks like it's a like they're just stealing shit from all the other movies. Like just yeah. like give me a new fucking story for Christ's sakes. And it's just like that's I don't. What it is. That's what it is nowadays, though. With like, and don't get me just wrong, just cash grabbing, rehashing. I get caught up in some of these nostalgic movies. Snatch as well. jabbing. <laughs> Jabberwalking all over the place. Jabberwalking all over this motherfucker. <laughs> I, I, I like I like some of this stuff. Um, so I can't completely hate on it. But when it gets to the point where it's so apparent, they they're just like you said, it they're just the cash grab ultimate. Like fucking we're gonna bring back all the stars, we're gonna bring back all the plot twists that you love the first fucking time. And we're gonna just just bury you with it. I don't know. I feel like sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And I can see when when they're doing it. Some movies kind of go beyond that to me. And I, I'll bring this to um, Halloween and Halloween Kills and the new Texas Chainsaw movie. The new Texas Chainsaw film, yeah, it had the nostalgia stuff in it, but it did a, it did a lot of its own original shit that I liked a lot that you didn't see in yeah. any other Texas Chainsaw. Film. Yep. Yep. No. And. Halloween, Halloween kind of gave you a rehash, sort of, of the original, not in, not to the fullest degree, but you basically kind of know what's going on, and it, 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 it calls back to a lot of things. Halloween Kills was just a romp, a fun romp of, of I don't know, man, like, I, I feel like that's one of those types of movies that you could you could say it might be trying to cash in on that nostalgia, but I look at the script and I look at the film and I'm like, this was just its own fun ass thing. 
Like, there's no way that this did was doing that. I never seen so, the original Top Gun, so I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Oh, join shit. the club. There we go. <laughs> I just wanted to be included. Now it's a <laughs> yeah, I like it. Now it's the shirtless dunes cantina. Uh, eat your heart out, <laughs> listeners. You can't see this shirts, shit. Shirts optional. Yeah, at the yeah, dunes cantina. It'll cost you a nickel. I like how Trev has that float on Isaac Brock mustache going on right now. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but if you're mustache, it's if mustache on mustache if action. If you're Trevor, then your pants are fucking optional too, though. We got to watch out for that because last time that fucking scared me. Oh, you, you yeah. liked it. I think we've all achieved um, our, our full potential here tonight. Ricky's got his his party lights on. Trev's got his stash on stash action. Grindhouse finally took his fucking shirt off, and now I see that sick ass scorpion tattoo across his chest. Yeah, boy. And I just went nightclub style where I fade away into the darkness. All right. So here we go. Fuck Boss Tuna. He's not here. This was the whole big spiel of, uh, for tonight. I, I I recently, if some listeners of, of the nightclub, you know, if they pay attention or keep up or whatever, listen episode to episode, they know about the Ohio curse. They know that I had a terrible hitch in Ohio for my job last time. Well, this new hitch, this, this new go round, we have five jobs, six tentatively, um, and they span the states of Virginia, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Well, at this most, the first job in, in, in Virginia was just smooth, man. It was awesome. We fucking got it done. The deadline was met. Everything was perfect. No punches on my audit, meaning I didn't have to fix any mistakes. Whatever. Awesome time. So we get over here to Kentucky. And Kentucky oh. decides to get fucky. And it fucks <laughs> us. Fucks us big time. We, 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 rent, we <laughs> rent this skid steer that needs to be rated to lift at least 5,000 pounds, okay? Because we're lifting a 3,200-pound cabinet. And I sent this photo to everyone on the Discord, so if you have not jumped on the Joe Blow Horror Show Discord, jump on it. Jump, jump, jump around. Jump, jump, because the cabinet falls down. And this skid steer, <laughs> this skid steer, this is what happened. I get, the, I, I get the skid steer delivered to my site, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this is small. This doesn't look right to me. And I immediately speculate on who might have rented it. And I didn't think it was my <laughs> boss, Dan. So I thought it was someone else. And so I'm like, oh, shit. Um, the truck shows up. He's got all of our equipment on it. The work, the uh, ice, ice bridge material, whatever. Offload that ice bridge, easy, easy peasy. No problem. It's not nearly heavy. Heavy enough to fucking fuck this shit up. But the work, mm, it's going to be a problem. I lined the skid steer up. My fucking forks go in. I'm like, all right, cool. Go to pick it up. It starts lifting the back end of my skid steer off the ground. <laughs> I, I can, I cannot even, I can't, I can't do anything about it. So it's like, all right, what do we do? Get the excavator, go behind the skid steer, take a chain, pull it through the bottom. Like these, there's these little fucking things you could put a chain through on the like bottom. Some, like some lifting, like some lift eyes or some, some kind of shit. Some eyelets. There's some eyelets. Some eyelets. On the there yeah. you go. And, and, and so we wrap that around the bucket of the excavator right behind the skid steer. I put the bucket into the ground. So now this 8,000 pound excavator is not going to allow the skid steer to rock forward. Cool. Because we got to get this truck driver out of here regardless. that like Everything after this will be our problem. He has to go. His job okay. is to bring it to the, the fucking drop off point, which he did. Brent just got cosmic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And, and so, okay, cool. Now that the skid steer is held down, I start to lift on this fucking pallet and the wook is on the pallet. 3,200 pound wook. It's a cabinet. It's this big fucking rectangular object that's full of um, expensive ass fucking electronics and shit. Mm -hmm. The truck driver drives from underneath and he gets away. And I'm like, all right, awesome. He can get out of here. We're all fist bumping each other, like congratulating each other on a job well done. So I get back, I climb back in the skid. I start lowering the wook down to the ground. And I think the tension on the chain loosened a little bit because my skid rocked forward slightly. And that's all it took. This fucking big ass expensive piece of equipment wobbles on my forks and then falls completely to the ground, busting the doors, all this shit. It's, it's, it's fucked up. Can you change the doors on it? Yes, I can. And I will. So it, it collapses. My nerves are just racked. Like I'm sitting there, I'm just shaking, but I'm glad that nobody got hurt. Like nobody was underneath it. Daim and Jack were like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then boom, it just fucking hits the ground. Like, fuck. I take photos. I send it into my boss. I got to report it. So now we got to stand this thing back up. I tell Daim, hey, go uh, unhook the chain. I'm, I climb on top of the mini. Daim goes to unhook the chain from the bucket of the excavator and he gets electrocuted. Oh. Because my excavator is backed up into a high voltage cattle fence. Oh shit! Yeah. So no. The the energy transferred and fucking shocked Daim, and oh. I mean he it, it hits him bad. So it's we have fucked, to, bro. We have to bring him to the hospital and everything else like that. It, it just it's like it made Ohio feel like nah nah that wasn't that bad. Things things broke, but nothing fell and broke, and no one got hurt. So right. one of my guys got hurt yesterday and that was, that's yesterday was the worst day I've had doing this job, like hands down for sure. Today was another fiasco. I, I called someone to bring a boom truck to move this fucking cabinet. Cause I got it picked up with the excavator, whatever. They couldn't fucking move it. Even though they said that their boom truck was rated to move something that was that heavy. I finally got a lull out there, which is a telehandler for anyone who doesn't because uh, I think Law is like a name brand. It's like a Sky, Sky Track or whatever. Big forklift on four big-ass wheels. Um, that was a whole process, getting that onto the slab that we had poured and fucking getting it in place properly. It, it's, 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 it's been, again, like I said, already a nightmare, man. Hello, and welcome to a brand new promo for Chettle the Pod. Where we take a look at music, movies, mystery, and history. Always touching on the world of the macabre. <laughs> Join me, Brian. Why? The Creepy Files, a segment diving into urban legends, creepypasta, and true tales of mystery. I'm Sam, and I cover real stories that are stranger than fiction in my real gnarly segments. One, two, three, let's get gnarly. And I'm Ross. My video roundup brings us to the slaughterhouse of cinema, where I cover horror movies that range from the serious to schlock. <laughs> I know how you kids like them sloppy. <laughs> Tune in and check out Chuddle the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. So yeah, that's 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 been the bullshit of of, of uh, my time here in in Kentucky. It, it, it was a fucking fiasco, and like I said, if anyone listening is not a part of the Discord. Search out the Joe Blow Horror Show Discord. Jump on that shit. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're over there having a great old time. Just like the Grindhouse is right now. Um, oh, shit. 
and, and you and you get to see me pictures of me fucking things up, like dropping crazy expensive equipment all over the fucking gravel and ground. There's no photos of yep. Daim uh, being shocked. I would well, not, no, that's, I would not break out my phone for that. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad he's okay. Holy shit. Yes, he is me, completely fine. One hundred percent. I want to. I want a shot by shot remake. As long as Daim's cool with acting, you know. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I might be able to. I might might be able to get him to do that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I right. have, I'm gonna have to bribe him with some chocolate milk. Just get just some get like chocolate a, milk and Reuben yeah. sandwiches. Just just yes. get like a foot long piece of of wire that's not connected to anything. Just wire, you know. Strip it back a little bit so you can see like the metal. Yeah, and then just have him like bump into it, and then just do the <laughs> best acting job that he can as oh, far man. as getting shocks concerned. They Tell might. them to yell like a Morrowind character when they when they get hit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like stupid. And he falls over. <laughs> you in wah in wah. Now I got nothing. That's all I had. Takes me back to being at work yesterday. What happened? And the day before. Oh, nothing to that magnitude. That's just the general feeling every day. <laughs> every day is a new hell. It's just the general feeling of being over there. Getting cold down here. <clears throat> you in Minnesota, bro? Woo! Oh yeah. I don't know, it's been it's been hot in Minnesota recently. Yeah, it, well, it's, it's, it's been hot, hot everywhere. Yeah, it was, yeah, pretty much. It was hot again here today. Yeah, but you know what? With all that rain we had, it it wasn't too bad at work these past couple of days. All that rain cooled it off. But you know what? Once them clouds really move. Gonna be a hot motherfucker, bro. A hot motherfucker today, yeah. A hot motherfucker today. Uh-oh. All right, so this is the most off the fucking tracks episode of Dune's Canteen ever. Do we? Uh, the the best. Uh, uh, the best. The best. So we should we should have recorded last night, Travis, when we were talking about Stephen King because people would have fucking love that shit. You and I got fucking Stephen King like deep. In one finger into the anus of Stephen we could, King. We, we could talk about Stephen King now. It doesn't matter. Well, but do the do the other folks in the room do fucking slick shades and fucking Captain Mullet? Uh, are they are they as good at Stephen King yeah. as we are? Because you and I, I think we proved last night. You and I. I've don't seen think. them. I've seen a lot of them movies, but not all of them. So, and I've never read any Stephen King. Yeah, we were, we were talking. We were talking books. So that's uh, that's oh. kind of where we were yeah. at. How do I get rid of this fucking drag queen lipstick that I got on? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, well, I gotta get rid of this shit. This is just not working. Sorry, um, Jack needed something. Yeah, this Jack is being able Jack be quick. This is going off the rails. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm, I'm crazy trying- train son. Bless <sighs> you. Get rid of that Trev, thing. Trev, what are you? Are you drinking from a turkey baster? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> this is a Jello injector, my friend. Okay, it is the largest heroin needle you've ever seen in your life, and he's just mainlining that shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you could take. Her- I think you could take heroin orally, but apparently, Trevor's grape got- heroin. Grape heroin? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. that lean heroin, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that lean. In- <laughs> A little bit of heroin, a little bit of grape Nyquil, a party. No, I mean no. We last night we were chatting, and we and you and I went like we fucking deep dove, like we fucking we deep dove some of the books, and that would have been we we social record because it was so fucking fun going all the way to like fucking Dreamcatcher and talking about duddits and 
I yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, just all, all all the things in it that never made it yeah. into the first really good, the first really good movie, and then the second really shitty movie. Did uh, it? Yeah, yeah. Did it? You can be Duddits. Change your name to Duddits for me, uh, please, Rickles. Change your name to Duddits. That would just be perfect. How you spell it? D U D D I T S Duddits. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't tell. I didn't tell him we were we were shirtless. So another, another member of Goon's Cantina has barged in through the double swinging doors. Hello, good sir, and who might this patron be? I am Trevor's friend Kyle. Kyle, Hello. welcome to Dune's Cantina, man. This oh, is a, you, uh, a a a sub genre episode of the nightclub. <laughs> we have okay. our own sub genres <laughs> on this podcast. The uh, yeah, the, oh, night, the nightclub is a podcast, sir. Just to okay. let you know. Okay, this Sounds is a good. gather. This is a gathering of the sexiest, the smartest, and the only <laughs> on the earth. I feel like yeah. I don't belong here. Oh, you totally belong oh, here. Pull up, here. Pull up a seat and grab so, a beer. Yeah, look at your, so, screen. Got, your screen. You belong here. Okay. We're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For all the listeners, Kyle here is a movie aficionado. Um, at least I, I believe he is. He is also a buddy of mine from the Sports Debate page. Y'all know Simon. Same page. Um, oh, okay. I forgot to tell him we're shirtless, but I'm sure he's okay with it. Hey, look, we got we got two blue shirts and three no shirts. That's right, three skin shirts. Yep, it's time to whip some ass. showed up. We could make a song: three no shirts, two blue shirts, and one big pussy. Damn. Oh, shit. Where are you, Boss Tuna? Where are Where you? Where boy at, man? Fucking Trevor is on point tonight. <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, wow. Shit. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Oh, he so. is hitting. He is hitting. Like every fucking note, he is hitting. This is like a fucking symphony, and you, dude, you are... Man's is drinking jello out of a turkey baster. Of course he's hitting. Look at I have that. To, That's right. I have to ask, since we have an, uh, a, new, a new patron here at Dunes, you're you're a movie aficionado, Mr. Kyle. So good, uh, sir. Yep. Oh, don't, yeah. Don't 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 sell yourself short. You were brought in like this. This is who you are. You're forever the aficionado. Yeah, he's uh-huh. the aficionado. The aficionado. I gotta ask, what are some of your favorite films of all time? Oh, number one is easy. Twister. Just like one of the first movies I've ever I ever watched, and sparked a lifelong love of movies and. I'm currently a certified sphere storm spotter, and I can hold that awesome. directly to watching that movie. I actually mm-hmm. did a little chasing earlier. Nothing incredible happened, but number two is Interstellar because I've always loved outer space and wondering what's out there. And when that oh, came yeah. out, I've been waiting for kind of a realistic space movie like that, kind of a big budget. I love Christopher Nolan, so when that came out, I was just like, this is exactly what I've been looking for. In like a space movie, so fell in love with that right away. Especially the soundtrack Hans Zimmer did. Did you did you that cry? Did you did you cry at the end like I did? Yes, I did. Oh, man, I cried twice. So Bro, that I was, cried when I cried during the uh, when he watched the 19 years of video messages and watched his kids grow up in a matter of minutes. I I'm not a yeah. father, but I can only imagine how just how that would hit a dad watching yeah. your kids grow up in that short yeah. time. McConaughey did that shit, son. 
Yeah, he, he was. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that movie's a 10. And mm-hmm. For the audience, that movie's a 10. It's, it's a, a fucking 10. 10. Oh, yes. And I don't give those out lightly. <laughs> I don't <either. laughs> I knew that one would kill. I knew that one would kill, Brent. I knew that one would get him. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't mute your fucking laughs god damn it how many times i gotta tell you this on this show laughing at a mic <laughs> that, like i said i don't give out tens easily either number three is the only one i've ever given a 10 out to and that's lord of the rings return of the king oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. the whole it's, the whole trilogy is a 10 yeah yeah i would say so it's actually the, a 30 it's a 30 then rickles yes it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, 30 out it's of 10 <laughs> Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, Kyle, Kyle Feet, number four. Let's go. Number four is the social network. Social network oh. for me because that bridged me over from you know, movies with special effects, big budget action blockbusters to getting into movies that were dialogue driven. Aaron Sorkin is an absolute master of the writing dialogue. And that's the first movie where I watched and I just fell in love with just the, the way it was written. Just, all the, the arts and the dialogue and all that. So that was, that's number four because it just bought me in the movies that aren't any action-based and, you know, dialogue heavy. You got to pay attention and all that. Sweet. Yeah. It was a, it was a hook that took you in a different direction. I dig it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You must yeah. at this point, you must love some, some uh, Tarantino type shit, right? Like dialogue. Oh, yeah. Everything but the two Kill Bills by him, I love. I just cannot get it in those two for some reason. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I've gotten some heat Blasphemy. <laughs> you those, just punched Travis right in the balls. Those are my right like, sorry. Those are like <laughs> my favorite. Right in the balls. Movies. Yeah. Oh, that's. Yeah. I want to say real quick before you get to your number five that though, uh, Kill Bill Volume One. I like how your first movie is Twister because that's a that's a very uncommon um choice for a number one but but i love that because a movie that i love that got me into film is signs by m night Shyamalan, and that's not a popular one yeah yeah i love that movie and that's the first film i ever saw that i was like it just it it made me clue into watching a movie and analyzing a movie and seeing how all the pieces like fit together so I, i love that but when you say kill bill kill bill volume one i was like 13 or 14 or whatever when it came out so for yeah, me bro. for me that movie was like seeing something i've never seen before never no, that was just you whacking off to fucking uma thurman in those pants that's what that was no, okay. no i didn't okay. i didn't i didn't jack off to kill bill i jacked off to jackie brown yeah yeah okay well whatever fault you vote I'm, I'm not judging dude vivica a fox cuz there is yeah. well yeah yeah, 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 yeah. okay she, yeah, yeah she looked good she looked yeah. good mm-hmm. I All like right, that. that's number I, I, five. I like her. I like. I love her fucking sassy fucking. I ain't taking no shit. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Love that shit. Just like yeah. you, Travis. Just like Just... you, sassy. It ain't taking no shit. <laughs> What's number five, Kyle? Number five flip flops a lot. Those first four, they're cemented. They're gonna be there probably forever. But number five right now, just because I watched, I think Tuesday's Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, bro. Nice. Yeah, okay. bro. That is me in the way phase. My second favorite director after Christopher Nolan nowadays. And I just love, I have, I do a lot of these lists where I just rank movies and all that. Kind of a, something I do when I'm bored. And in terms of sequels that I think are improvements over the original, I have a list for that. 
Oh, that is number two, I think. Wow. In terms of being that's an improvement that's over the original. That's, that's you, going number two. You want to go number yeah. two one day? <laughs> number one is yeah. Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about that shit. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's going number two, bro. Well, it turns out we're going number two, so just fucking rock it, Kyle. Just do it. Oh, yeah. This will be our first impromptu number two. Just, just go. Just go. For what? Oh, he said already. He said he thinks that uh, Blade Runner 2049 is better than the original. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was his uh, number five. So no, you're good. no, 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 no. Well, he was. It was. It was an opposite. <laughs> list. Number, I don't know. Fuck no, that. so so that's his number five on all time movies, but it's yeah. his number two on movies that surpass the original. Yeah, that's his. Well, how, just being how much yeah. better it was in the original. I thought. Yeah, yeah. The best sequel all time to me, in overall, is the Two Towers, Lord of the Rings. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Good and choice. Empire Strikes Back. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. Blade, Blade Runner is probably third there. Rise of the Planet of the Apes is fourth. That's an un- one that I get a lot, bit of flack for, but it's fine. That's a that's a great movie. So Kyle, if you if you're gonna dig into horror, like like horror, 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 like okay, Ryan no, the, night, the exactly nightclub where I was about to go. The, he, yeah, he, the he nightclub is a horror centric well, podcast. Why that's why. I'm, okay, that's why I'm in, yeah, that, that's why I own you, Travis. That's because I'm I'm just a step ahead of you. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I was actually trying to say it, but you said it first. I could see the wheels turning on just both get, of y'all, really. Favorite horror film? My favorite know? is the Amityville Horror Remake, only because it was filmed 10 minutes from where I grew up in a house in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin. I grew up in Paddock Lake. So we knew we were filming there, like my family and I. So we would drive by, we saw the set pieces, we saw saw ryan reynolds we saw michael bay we saw all, a lot of big important people in that movie when it came to theater it i'm not big on horror really i'm kind of a pussy actually when it comes to it <laughs> <laughs> so you are on the perfect podcast sir yeah. Yeah. <laughs> damn it where's cole when you need him horror yeah. pussy episode <laughs> <laughs> so just seeing that filmed and a lot of the stuff they did, that was kind of the first thing I ever film set I ever saw in person. So that was cool. And then seeing it in the theater, I thought Ryan Reynolds was incredible in the lead role. I thought everyone was good. And the movie is the reason I'm kind of a pussy for horror movies. My mom, she's a horror movie nut, loves them all. So we went to see it in theaters together. And there was a scene in the original, they put in the sequel, it was a jump scare scene. And she knew it was going to happen. I didn't. So she, like, grabbed me in the theater when it happened, and I fucking jumped through the roof. It scared the <laughs> piss out of me. <laughs> that's probably why. She set me up for failure there, but. that That's that's a movie I saw in theaters as well. That's 2005. Um, Same. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it actually did, like, it scared me way more than I thought it would when I saw it. I actually, I went back and saw it again because. Yeah. I was, it holds up. It holds up, too, because I watched it. Not like recently, but a few years ago. Yeah, it holds up well, too. It holds up, yeah. Kyle going through his top five favorite movies has given me sort of an idea. I would like to do a off the top of your head favorite movies, top five favorite movies of all. Oh, fuck, that would leave Kyle out. He already did his whole five. Uh, he's well, a pioneer. He's, oh, but he's Kyle, a Kyle, pioneer. What's up? Kyle can comment on them. He can comment on these. Let, yeah, let, okay. let, let's do a round robin. That means one at a time. Uh, I'm going to take a piss first because otherwise I'm going to fucking explode. All right. Piss break. 
Yeah, piss break. <laughs> okay. Uh, are we talking about a top five non-horror? Favorites, yeah. Favorites? Yeah. Okay. Okay, number one. I'm no, just going through all mine <laughs> right now. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a brand new promo for Chuddle the Pod. Where we take a look at music, movies, history, and history. Always touching on the world of the macabre. Join me, Brian, the creepy file. Now, Sega, diving, I think I've been legend that creepypasta and a true tale of mysteries. I'm not and I cover real stories that are stranger than the fictions in our segment. I'm not. My video rounds us to the slaughterhouse of Tune in and check out Chuddle the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. It's party time! P A R T. Why? Because I gotta! What we're gonna do now after the PP break, because everyone had small bladders, um, we're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna do a top five favorite non-horror movies. So this is going to be interesting for the horror crowd that normally comes to this, this uh, Dunes Cantina shit or the nightclub, whatever. And, and to uh, rectify leaving Kyle out, he's going to give us his top six through 10. So there we go. I'm going to jump in and start off my number five favorite film of all time. Non-horror, non-horror. Dirty dancing. No, it's not dirty dancing. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm going to go with SLC Punk starring Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Damn, yes. It's a coming-of-age movie that is so fucking punk rock and is so fucking heavy in the philosophical, like, when when you are of that age and you're trying to figure yourself out. I want to say, too, this SLC Punk reminds me of a movie that Grindhouse introduced me to called Pump Up the Volume. In that if I would have seen that movie when I was the same age when I saw SLC Punk, I would have the same reverence for that movie, which I, I, do, I do love Pump Up the Volume now, but I wish I'd have seen it at that right time because that right time would have just cemented it, man. It would have cemented it. So SLC Punk for me, cemented in time as a great coming of age movie with, like I said, a lot of philosophical uh, tinges to it. Tinges. It doesn't get so, so deep, but it, but, but it's there. And yeah, it, it, it's also fun. It's so much fucking fun and pretty, pretty sad. There's some sad shit in there. So if you, if you're okay. looking for, if you're looking for a whirlwind of a movie, SLC punk, man, you can't go wrong. You can't. Okay. I've never seen it. So I'll definitely write it down and give it a watch whenever I get a chance. Ricky introduced me to SLC punk back in high school and I, I can't thank him enough for it, man. That movie is fucking groundbreaking for me. So well, I'm talking, so I'll go. I, I, I'm not going to do mine in one through five because my, my top five, like, it changes. Like, I mean, more mm-hmm. often than Rickles changes his underwear. I put it that way. Um, <laughs> so, so, like, oh, once oh, a God. year? <laughs> at least. At least oh, Joke's on you. He doesn't wear underwear. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He's free mowing. Sw- okay, swamp sweet. nuts, cuz. Um, <laughs> so when I, I – I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of this, and this is, like, it's so weird being put in a spot, but it's, like – so things that I things that I love and things that I can rewatch and things that never get old like never get old. So my first one would probably be Stand by Me. Mm, um, nice. I, That's a great coming of age movie. I love that movie, and it, it you know for me it, it it came out you know kind of in a place where it's like I was young enough to appreciate it. I was young enough like my friends and I like 
where I grew up, we lived like a block from the railway. So it's like, if we were like wanting to like go out and like literally fuck around, we would go out and hop a freight car and just get off wherever it stopped. And it, it's Minnesota. So there's, there's, there's freight yards everywhere. So you were never that far from home. You were maybe like 10, 20, 30 miles from home. Um, but we would like, we would do that. So, you know, for me, that one is, I could put it on right now and just sit back and just be like, Oh my God, this is just, and that's, and that's a Stephen King story right there too. Uh, and, and you have yeah. it is, it is, but it's not. Is. Yeah, but it's not a. It, it, it's no, not one exactly. of your stereotypical exactly. Stephen King. It's not. It's not. It's not all blood and guts and horror. And you know, it's like Shawshank or The Green Mile or other films that people don't even know is based on a Stephen King story. Well, and that's right. into your point. That's it's amazing how people don't know that Shawshank Redemption was written by Stephen King. People that have no idea. You know, like, thank, thank you. Wasn't Frank he the guy? Little, yeah, yeah. So. All right, so I'm done. Ricky, I'm go- fuck it. No, Ricky, oh, oh, next, or, or bro. Or, I don't care. Oh, okay. for it, I'll go, bro. So at number five, um, I got Hexaw Ridge. Cool, that's Andrew, cool. Book. Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Vince Vaughn, and Sam Worthington. Male, kind of your main stuff. Also, uh, Teresa Palmer. Well, I, I guess it being based on a true story definitely helps me like love it. Um, but anything in my top five is, is something that I can just watch, right? Oh, it doesn't yeah. matter if it's in the middle of the movie, the last 40 minutes of the movie, the first five minutes of the movie. If, like, if I just hop on, which I don't really watch TV, but if I did and it's there, I'll watch it. And yeah, every, yeah. every movie on, on my list is, is like that. And, uh, this movie's just great, man. I love it. I love old war movies. I love history movies. Uh, this is a guy who is like, you know what? I, I don't want to go and kill people, but I still want to do my part. And it's based on a true story, right? <laughs> this guy was literally like, look, I, it's not that I don't want to help. I just don't want to kill people. And Armory's like, you're fucking crazy. And he's like, I don't give a shit. And then, you know, he just like prayed to God for 48 hours and saved 70 people. So, you know, that movie right. is phenomenally shot, phenomenally fucking shot. I guess Correct. I guess I guess I want to back up real quick though, since you gave like a like a like a minor synopsis. Yeah. SLC Punk is about two punks that live in Salt Lake City, the most religious fucking city at that time for them. Them Mormons, boy, and yeah. and they, they feel repressed and <laughs> oppressed. And stand oh, by those, me, those Mormon girls can fuck. Let me tell you, stand uh, by. <laughs> stole all that Mormons salt fuck, makes them salty. Oh yeah, you know all the salt makes them salty. A bunch of <laughs> a bunch of a bunch of corned beef over there. Mormons fuck Rickles. What do you got for us? Buddy? Number five, Rickles. Transformers, the animated movie from 1980. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. It's been one oh, of my favorite right movies here. since right. I was literally in Head Start. Yeah. I watched it. I watched it. Well, well, hold on. Hold, hold, time out, though. Aren't, aren't it, you still, it explains you still a lot. in Head Start? <laughs> oh, that, that movie's amazing. And if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Um, Orson, Orson Welles, man. Orson Welles, yeah, motherfucking yeah. Oh, Casey Kasem, fucking dude. Like the the people that are that are voice actors in this movie are crazy. Leonard Nimoy, like, mm. yeah. yeah. And you get to see a lot of your <laughs> beloved Transformers die because they were like, we got to make more toys and sell more toys. Yeah. So they did something that was also ballsy. And killed a shitload of <laughs> main characters. And as a kid, yep, I felt it. 
and I cried yeah. when a certain or, when a certain transformer leader or died. Jazz. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Travis, what do you got? No, it's no Kyle. Kyle's gonna regale us. Oh, me. oh number six is number six. Number She's six, right. Kyle. Yep, yep. Yep. Number six is the way back, starring Ben Affleck from last year. Nice. Hey, my basketball is my favorite sport. It's something I've been passionate about in the place. I was like five years old. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Ben Affleck, you know, dealing with his real life alcohol problems, to do that movie was really just kind of ballsy on his part. Because, you know, you don't know if an addict will relapse and all that. And if he's, you know, doing these scenes where he's, his character is drinking and all that, I think that was kind of, that was really exceptional on his behalf. I think just, I love a good redemption story. I love how the ending wasn't traditional. I love how it just kind of left things open, mm-hmm. you know, with his character being redeemed, him, the team going to the, you know, the playoffs after being, he fixed them and really good movie. You know, I like the soundtrack a lot. It definitely set the, like the mood and, yeah, that's my number six. I haven't seen the film, but that makes me kind of think to a slight degree of Angels in the Outfield with mm-hmm. Christopher Lloyd, like where the, the angels are going to go to the pennant, you know, and, and the kid has the dad problems in that movie. Like there, mm-hmm. there's, there's some parallels. I, I haven't seen the way back, so I don't know, you know, about it, but it's a good movie. My number four, because we're, we're going back now, my number four would be Vanilla Sky with Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruz. Oh, all right, all right. No, no relation. And also Timothy Spall, who's always great, always fucking great every time he shows up in any film he's in. Great character actor. Um, this movie is about a guy who is, he's one of those, <clears throat> you almost want to call him a yuppie, you know, like handed everything type deal, but he, he doesn't know how to navigate love and that causes him a lot of problems and <laughs> a lot of problems. If you haven't seen Vanilla Sky, I'm not going to comment on because you, you kind of can't. Yeah, I've never seen it. You kind of can't describe that movie without spoiling a lot of shit. You, you really can't. But it is a mind fuck of a movie. It's hard. It's hard not to want to place that slightly below SLC Punk when I think about it now. But but I'm going to stick with it. SLC Punk then Vanilla Sky. I think this is one of Tom Cruise's most uh, nuanced performances that he's ever given. He's got a lot to do in this movie, way more than when he's like a comedy guy or an action guy or whatever, romantic, whatever. Yeah. And the y'all keep talking about the soundtrack. I first heard the band Cigarose because of this movie. The finale of the film takes place on top of Skyscraper, and there's a song playing by a band called Cigarose. And I'm just like, bro, what is this music? This is incredible dreamscape music. Like this is this is just haunting and beautiful all at the same time, just like Vanilla Sky is. Um, I, I recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it. Number four. That's a good one. Vanilla Sky. Very good movie. Yeah. Who's next? Grindhouse? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Number again, four. Again, I, well, I, I'm not going in particular because, you know, I, just, I, I don't do yeah. things on the rig. But I'm going to go with Full Metal Jacket. Ooh. Yes. Yes, sir. A movie that I, I like can, it. that I can watch all day long. Twice, like, I've watched that movie like three times in a row just because, you know, and because of the symbolism, because of the fucking angry fucking just gunnery sergeant. I mean, 
Ermery's the man. Everything that Harley <laughs> yeah, Ermery, he is, he is the, absolutely the man. Yep, the old gunny. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just that movie is so fucking intense. I mean, and there are so many scenes in that movie where, uh, honestly, it's like if you if if you moved wrong, you could feel your intestines fall out of your asshole. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, like, well, it's just like, but 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 it's so tense. The whole movie is so fucking tense, and even. Like even the, the funny parts. <clears throat> well, yeah, and even when you get to like when they're finally in Vietnam, it's like you have this moment where you can finally relax. Yeah. Right, right. That's, that's that intense. That's, <laughs> that just, is fucked up. Yeah, and just and just things and just things happen, but then they ramp it back up really, really hardcore. Right on you, you know. And the characters, fucking Joker and Cowboy, and I, I just. I love it. I'll always love that it. That is not your daddy's shotgun, cowboy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hear I hear yeah, that Eskimo I hear that Eskimo pussy is mighty cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, it's Hell sexy. Yeah. Look I, at that. Mm. I didn't know I didn't know mm. they stacked shit that high. Right. <laughs> like when he's like, You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece. <laughs> That's a good one. Nice. All right, so, I'm next. Uh number four. We're going with Fight Club. Oh, Ooh, David Fincher, Brad, Brad Pitt, Edward Norton. <sighs> Dark, gritty, fucking mind fuck. Amazing dialogue. I love how it was shot. I mean, yeah. again, it's just another movie I can watch at any point in time and just enjoy it. Just fucking enjoy the chaos, right? Where is my mind? Yeah, just fucking. Love it. Love it. Great movie. You met me at a transitional period. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and then it all just comes together and you see him kicking the shit out of himself in a parking lot. Which is the best. The whole thing is the best. And and somehow, I know I'm spoiling, but fuck it. I'm not going to spoil everything, but just he kicks the shit out of himself in a parking lot and some random guy sees him doing this. He's like, you know what? This isn't Liar Liar. I want, I want to talk about the soundtrack <laughs> to that in today's movie as yeah, well yeah, yeah, because, dude, you've got Tom Waits. Like, you've got some bangers, bro. bro. Oh, some absolute bangers. It's a fucking great movie. Oh, the whole movie is fucking surreal as hell. I mean, it just, yeah, that too. Like, just everything from being like, like a street punk, like, and then, but like being like a fucking office drone, because I might know a thing or two about being an office drone. And just like trying to find your way out of that and trying to find your happy place, that fucking movie is just it, it gets you where it needs to get you. It gets you it, 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 it is that it is that licked index finger up into your prostate and gives you <laughs> it uh, yeah. W- without yeah. a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I'd have I wish I'd have thought of some of these movies that y'all are mentioning while I was making my mental list, but I'm not gonna steal them from y'all. Instead, I'm, yeah. oh, I'm gonna I, go I, with mine. I personally avoided SLC Punk because Travis mentioned it, but it's yeah, me too. It's honorable mention top five at the very yeah. least. So, 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 so far I have honor. I have two honorable mentions, and they've already been mentioned. But uh, <laughs> well, three. But uh, <laughs> my number four, Braveheart. Oh, I'm a Mel Gibson yeah. man. Yeah, fuck. This is this is honestly the pitch. <laughs> this is probably the first movie that I started to love cinema mm-hmm. this is the first movie that in my adult life i remember seeing the end and i cried because i was feeling it so much freedom yeah and 
The characters are fun. It's somewhat based in reality. It's Hollywooded up for cinematic cinematic effect, but that's fine. Rack um, him. Yes. It's a oh, rad, it's a rad movie, man. And yeah, uh, no, absolutely. If you haven't seen it, watch it because mm-hmm. Mel Gibson Mel, Mel Gibson is an underrated director. So Oh definitely. I agree there. Everything he's made as a director is a masterpiece. Just gonna yeah, that out there. Yeah, he's it's fucking good. He's a great actor, and I think he's a better director. So there, you, there you have it. Mm-hmm. That's saying that's saying a lot, right? So, so we're on to Kyle's number seven, aren't we? Number seven is as a straight man, it is Brokeback Mountain because yeah, yeah bro, you have yeah. two all time great actors in it. It's a good fucking movie. Yeah, I'm yeah. a nature infectionist. And really? most of that movie was filmed in Jasper National Park in Canada. So just the scenery is absolutely beautiful. The, the soundtrack's incredible. Again, I'm mentioning soundtrack because I feel that adds just a layer of the movie watching experience. That movie will give you them feels too, bro. It's a fucking, it's a fucking great love story. It's a fucking yeah. Yeah. great yes, love yes, story. It is. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, hey. That movie, Heath Ledger in that movie was just as good as his role as the Joker for very different reasons. He just played that shy, awkward, quiet, just role of Jack Ennis. And it was just, it just hit you because, you know, he, and when they told you about what he went through as a kid, you know, watching his dad, you know, they took him out to the, they took some dude out to the fucking wherever and they bashed his dick in or whatever. And just when he was telling that story, his voice was like trembling and it's just, you could tell that had an effect on him, and based on you know what he was doing with what was Jake Gyllenhaal character's name? Jack. His, his, Jack. his name is uh, Why Can't I Quit You? That's his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like I well, no, but that's but that's what my point about it being like it's an awesome love story because we <laughs> we have all absolutely been there. Why can't I quit you? Yeah, but I, oh yeah, we've all been there. Yep, that movie that- ruined me. In a good way. That my favorite yeah. scene. Yep. Is, it, my yep. favorite part of that movie is when he spits in his palm. I'm yep. like, hell yeah, cuz. <laughs> well, because you, you get ready to jerk off. That's why. That's why. That's hell why yeah, hell yeah, dude. I, I just, yeah, no, just <laughs> no. That movie, all of, all the scenes. Is at the same movie. time? That's what Tibu did. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love it. Honestly, honestly, dude, 2004 is Brokeback Mountain. Love that movie. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So oh, great fantastic. movie. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. yep. Who's next? Rickles? Yeah. No, it is oh. Tibu. Oh, it's Tibu. All right. Well, okay. So Trevor number stole three. Tre- I'm gonna do what Trevor did. Yeah, exactly. I, Fight Club was my number three, but Trevor did it. So I'm yep. gonna say I'm gonna say real quick. I discovered Pixies because of that movie, and I thought it was Modest Mouse when I first heard the end song. Right. Um, that is one of the movies that fundamentally changed me as far as watching film. So I'll le- I'll leave it out um, and I'll jump to something else. I'm going to go ahead and give some props to the Patriots since Ricky just mentioned Mel Gibson. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. yeah. The yeah. One of the one right. of the best villains ever, bro. Oh, I poured motherfucker, bro. Yeah. So I this, love a good villain, man. This is this is a revolutionary war story. And and this would not be in the top five, but it could be, and it should be. It, you know, I, I just want to throw I want to throw all my favorites in my top five. Fuck it, right? It, um, it meets the criteria, bro. I could watch that movie anytime, anytime. anytime. I'm kind of like I'm kind of like like Brent in that this isn't necessarily like a a concrete list. This right, is right, just right. me thinking it's fluid. of five it's movies. It's fluid as fuck. Yeah, 
five movies that I can just literally yes. watch yeah. any absolutely, absolutely fluid. Absolutely fluid. Like and fluid as fluid. And Mel like Gibson, Trevor, Trevor and Travis Nash actuality. It's absolutely fluid. <laughs> Mel Gibson, Brian, he, he did ten bucks is ten bucks. Have you seen the, the gas prices? Tank, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, goddamn. <laughs> Mel Gibson does not direct this movie, but he stars in it as a brutal motherfucker who has yeah. to bury. He didn't direct. I thought he directed it. No, he had oh, to. Dig, okay. He has to dig up his past in order to to rectify some wrongs that are done to his family. And this is a war film. This is a drama. There's a little bit of humor here and there, but this is mostly just, oh my god! Like it's a it's a start of guerrilla combat, though. That's what it was. It's yeah, really yeah. A start of guerrilla combat. Being small, miss small, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. you don't stand in a fucking line and shoot each other. You do you do shit different. But Fight Club, just saying. But Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I had I had Fight Club in there too. Um, but. So that got like ripped. Damn! So, so Fight Club, would, Fight Club would be winning right now, man. That that movie it, it would be, it would yeah. be. So I'm gonna jump on. I'm gonna jump forward. I'm, I'm gonna go with Goonies. Ooh, Ooh very Goonies. that classic boy. Hey um, you guys! Hey uh, you like guys! <laughs> yeah, you know, as a as a kid, and this hey, is Big like Ruth. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> the truffle shuffle. Nice. Um, no. Uh, you know, growing up and it's like, when I grew up, it's like, we didn't have like, like the internet didn't exist and we didn't like wanting to be a kid and like go outside and have a fucking adventure. Right. That fucking movie was, I mean, was absolutely the fucking bee's knees, man. I mean, it was like, it was everything that you wanted. It was like, you wanted to go and have an adventure with your friends. Cause you, you could do it every weekend. You could have an adventure with your friends, but it's like when an app, when like it was important and like it, it, it amounted to something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that movie probably close to thirty times, and every time I see it, every time I fucking see that movie, I am nine years old and I'm mm-hmm. going out my fucking yard, and I have a fucking paper mache sword, and I'm gonna go out there and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight some fucking pirates. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna get some treasure. That's a that's a that, that's yeah. a Spielberg joint. He didn't direct it, but he fucking produced it and. Yeah, my God, we, I, I always love. I don't know why I love this scene so much, but I always love when they finally get to the the, the pirate's treasure. I forget the the, the main uh, character's name, but he he offers up one eyed Willie that little bit of treasure. He's like, "This is for Willie. Like, don't take this. This is his." And yep. Yep. it leads to something in the film that happens. So I won't spoil that, but it's like it's important, man. And I love that part of the movie. Yeah, he yep. had respect. For that pirate, that's all I'm saying. Right. That yeah. pirate skeleton, he had respect for that skeleton. Coach. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, hell yeah. So my 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 next two will be have already been mentioned in some aspect, but I'm gonna say them fucking anyway because y'all didn't pick them yet. Uh, at number three, the Green Mile. Nice. Um, look, man. I mean, fuck it. We grew up in Louisiana. Uh, Tom, you know? Tom Hanks. It's not. It's not just that. It's an amazing fucking movie. Yeah, the tone, yeah. the Brilliant. acting. I mean, the, the every part of that movie. Everything. Yeah. The the way I watch that, like every single part, just grips me. Just it interests me. It makes me want to watch more. Give me fucking more. And then it's Tre- Trevor loves when Tom Hanks has a urinary infection. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Does. Most most certainly. Um, <laughs> and Percy's and Percy's a great uh, villain. Uh, yeah, Percy's, Percy's a great, a great villain. She is a 
great villain, but fucking John Coffey, man. You know, boss, I'm just, tired, boss. I'm tired, boss. I say and, that every like, motherfucking day. <laughs> and it's it's so... like the drink, only not spelled the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a great movie. It has great acting. It has great storyline. It has a great fucking tone. It has everything. Just fucking everything. You know, th- this is one of my tens. You know, this is a fucking ten. This is a movie I can watch any point in time, and every single fucking time it hits me in the fucking heart. Watching John Coffee, just you know, you fucking know. Mm-hmm. And it's like this innocent fucking guy who's a gift to mankind, mm-hmm. and he's just fucking tired, bro. <laughs> he's, <just laughs> he's just tired. He's just tired, bro. Tired. <laughs> I don't, I don't. You know, we're spoiling, but I just don't want to say it. But just, yeah. I don't like the dark. I don't like the dark balls. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, he doesn't bro. like the fucking dark. All the dude wants is fucking cornbread, bro. Yeah, yeah. We have a saying when it comes to football, a cornbread eating motherfucker. That's he he yeah. definitely fit the description, man. Um great movie. Who would have known movie. that Stephen King had two great prison stories in him like that? Right. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Boom. My number three. Do it. Do Apocalypse it. Apocalypse now. Fuck yeah! Whoa. I, I I would go get that from the movie shelf, but I'm lazy. I do have it. <laughs> I do have it though. I could do some verbal gymnastics to uh, explain why it's also a horror movie, but I won't for the sake of this list. <laughs> um, I want to hear movie that. Is, this <laughs> movie is. Yeah, I want to hear it. Oh, it's it's got some psychological horror in there for real, and some horror imagery for real. That's, that's fucking fair. Dude, Marlon Brando, get the fuck out of here. Baby Morpheus, little little baby Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, dude. Like like you oh. just got you got star power out the ass. You got memorable characters. You've got a brilliant narrative. Fucking Charlie, don't surf. All right, that's all I got to say. See, these are eight through ten are interchangeable. What I'm about to say is not eight on this list, but the way. Life has gone recently. I'm going to say it. Number eight is Into the Wild. With oh, Cuthbert, yeah. Oh, God, I love that, that movie. That movie, like the Twister, it opened my eyes to so many things. Just the wrongs of society and how you know, kind of flawed society is nowadays. And this dude, he dumps his college life. He's a rich family. He has everything set. He's going to a great college. He just throws all that away. He lives in the wilderness, and he finds like true happiness. And I think that movie indirectly inspired me because as of tomorrow, I will have been in West Nebraska for three months. I didn't move here to be in Nebraska. I moved here because Rocky Mountain National Park's three hours away, Yellowstone seven hours away. And just being in nature and away from people, especially in today's day and age where people are just so toxic towards each other for no good reason. Yeah. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. That movie makes me want to put a backpack on and just head to the nearest fucking tree line. Yeah, Eddie Vedder on the soundtrack, very good vocalist. He was with, uh, what was it, Pearl Jam? Yeah. He did a lot of the songs there, bringing up soundtrack again, but I think it's a great movie. Oh, all trust me, this is the place to appreciate fucking soundtracks, my man. Okay. Oh yeah. You got a legend. You got a legend like Hal Holbrook in that movie, delivering great dialogue between him and Christopher McCandless. What's that line? And Vince Vaughn in the sleeper role as the uh, the grain farmer in South Dakota. Vince Vaughn, great as always. So yeah, always. That's my number eight. And 
what's that quote at the end? Um, love is only real when it's shared. Is that what yes. you said? That, that, yeah. shit, that shit's real, man. It I is. Like, yeah. In the deep film to the lonely shore, I love man not the less, but nature more. That's another great quote from that movie. Hell yeah. Too bad he got so. taken out by berries and a mistake. <laughs> my number two i'm gonna cheat on my number two um i'm gonna combine three films right now fuck yeah do it they've been Jeez. mentioned they've been mentioned already the lord of the rings trilogy by peter jackson oh my God. Um, fuck yeah why fuck yeah. why why'd you do that because i had to <laughs> Because they're awesome. Because it's twelve hours of bliss, Ricky. Twelve <laughs> fucking hours. Of now bliss. I gotta. Now I gotta change my number. Now I gotta change my number one. Oh, oh spoilers! Oh, no, no, you don't. We already know. Spoilers. We already know. Oh shit! Um, this this trilogy of film is an experience like none other, and. Yep. Like Trev said, when you go through twelve hours, because the only way to watch these movies is the extended editions. Yeah, not that the, the only way. All I, I, I won't. I won't sit here and quote all of the fucking shit that I love from Lord of the Rings because well, I would literally sit hours. here for fucking <laughs> yes. I, I, <laughs> yeah, right, so. I, well, because well, well, Travis is a bad one, and we need to get out there. <laughs> I'm going to jump in and go to my number two. I was Damn, bambling. Bambaloo. Travis, yeah, Travis mentioned it but did not cite it, so I'm gonna go with it. My number two is probably pop up the volume. Um, there you go. And I love that movie because it hit me. It was 1990. You know, I was 16 years old, and I was somebody who was like searching for a place and searching for a fucking voice. Right? I, wish I could have told my and theater going experience for Lord of the Rings. Go ahead, Ryan House. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut me off before I was done. Go ahead. Uh, you know what? Get a haircut and shave. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, no. So this, and, and we've talked about it before when we've, we've all been chatting. But like, like this movie just it hit me just at the right place, and it was like you're in high school, and high school sucks, and all you want to do is be heard. You know, for who you are, not for who people want you to be, but for who you are. This movie is like it's singing my fucking song. It is absolutely singing my fucking song. I mean, it just. Like I have a voice, it gives you that. Like, oh look, I found a girl who understands me. I mean, and it, but like at the end, it's like if, if I'm going to be loud and I'm going to be obnoxious and do whatever else, then there's a price to be paid. So it gave me that too because I was definitely that dude. So anyway, number two, pump up the volume. 1990, Christian Slater, Santa Mathis. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. So fucking Grindhouse made us watch pump up the volume and i was pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. um i don't know i love teen angsty movies yeah, yeah bro. you know fucking i don't know what it is because i mean i was a teen at one point but teen angsty movies are fucking awesome and this one brought me back um shout out to perks of being a wallflower that's an honorable mention yeah. Very um, good movie. pump up the volume is fucking good you should watch it at least once in your life yep so mm-hmm. just want to say all that so um your number two is not your libre yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, it is also my turn, apparently. Number two. Um, we've kind of already talked about it again, but let's go with Stephen King's Shawshank fucking redemption. Yeah. Redemption. Um, that movie's got everything. It's got everything. Yes, it's got sir. Fucking story. It's got comedy. It's got some fucking horror to it. I don't care what you say. Yeah, it's got drama. Yeah. yeah, no, it does. It's got a yes. great plot. Yeah. Like it's one of those movies that captivate me scene to scene. Say the line, Travis. Yeah. 
the first time I laid eyes on Grindhouse, I thought he wouldn't shut the fuck up and let me talk about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> or bull queers. They yeah. take my force. He fought for a while. <laughs> no, Fucking, yeah, he fought for a while. He fought the good fight. Sometimes he would win and sometimes he would lose. Uh, poor Tim <laughs> Robbins. So I'm sorry, Trev. We're we are just no, we're fucking no, this shit is, up this is, bed, bro. this is fucking great. We all respect it. I don't care what you say. We can we do all day. Every, everybody here. We respect the here. fuck out that movie. Yeah. It's a great yeah. fucking legit. Legit. Uh you know, and I love it because you could be like, oh, the third act, the fourth act, this bitch got like ten acts, and they're all fucking great. Number two. Nacho Libre. <laughs> yes. <laughs> got Jack Black. You've got the collection of the ugliest people they could find <laughs> in Mexico, I guess. You've got a great setting. You've got a wonderful soundtrack. It's shot wonderfully. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Yep. Dude, get that corn out of my face. Get out of here. I want to taste. <laughs> See what it tastes like. <laughs> Dude, when, when <laughs> I just can't think of him singing the Encarnacio song without cracking up. Encarnacio! <laughs> yeah, oh. Do you not realize that I've had the diarrhea since Easter's? <laughs> endlessly, endlessly fucking quotable. That movie is an underrated fucking masterpiece man yeah bro. god damn <laughs> number nine is flip between back and forth but number nine is 12 years of slave with Chiwetilla oh, oh fuck yeah all dano in terms of like i was saying earlier i do all these lists and in terms of great performances in one movie that one tops them all like everyone is just fucking all-time iconic in that film all that chick wants is to is some soap man it's all she wants is some soap. God damn, is it so hard to fucking let her take a bath? Like, Hold on, what it was a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> no, that movie is intense. Like, I first saw that. That's yeah. the kind of movie that you watch and you get mad the whole time. You're mad oh, the whole yeah. fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You're just like, God damn, dude. Really? Like, really? This is what we were doing? Fucking mm-hmm. hell, bro. It's a great fucking movie. I'm gonna, Another I'm gonna... common with five of my top ten of times in Mer- also did that soundtrack. That was the song Solomon that was played at the end when he was united with his family. That was amplified that scene and made it a lot sadder. And is someone shooting that more happy ending that really was fireworks? Oh shit! It's almost Fourth of July. Nah, there you nah, go, bro. They shooting at him. Don't let them lie to you. That's not fireworks. <laughs> That's them boys Friday. from down the block. Hide your kids. Hide your <laughs> wife. Maybe yeah. shooting Kyle out here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to give an honorable mention before my number one. I'm going to go ahead and shout out The Lion King from 1994 or oh, five. Yeah. Ooh, spoilers there. Um, my number one favorite film of all time, non-horror, is Rocky, the first Rocky film. I grew up watching the Rocky series with my father, uh, parts one through five, growing up. And we had the, the VHS collection, and it was awesome. Uh, okay, well, I have got a fucking wicked case of hiccups, so just bear with me here. Here um, we go again. Well, you know, I, I, I'm old faithful. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, so going with the non-horror stuff, 
and the movies that like you can watch over and over and over again, my number one is probably going to be Dirty Dancing. Banana Nights. Yep. I, there I, we oh, go. Being the being like, oh, fuck, being the outcast guy, and like just being like, just trying to do your thing and like be known for it and mm-hmm. just like like trying to get forward in life. I mean, it's yeah, it's. Because like people these days, people think that they understand who they are when they're twenty, and they don't. They have no fucking idea. They don't want to be famous. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be TikTok famous. I'm gonna do all. You know, like, none of that shit actually fucking matters. It's like, like fun, finding your own self, like later in life, and just like, like digging in and getting in, and just like, like being who you are is like a super important thing. So I'm gonna go with that. Only because. Oh. God damn. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, Grindhouse is 800 years old and he finally starts to decide to grow. Good job, Grindhouse. <laughs> oh, oh. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's just so, you know, <laughs> so Obviously, my number one has Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's not ghost it's not roadhouse but roadhouse is awesome um number one is the tried and true and i think i've mentioned it in the past and i'll just keep mentioning it every fucking time Forest motherfucking gump yes, bitch. yes i hate to break yeah, to bro. you bro tom hanks very cast, fucking this guy who against all odds convinces some chick that has aids to marry him Great fucking movie, <laughs> right? Whipped. Yeah. Yeah. Life, life is like a box of dildos. You never yeah. know what you're going to get. Yeah, it might be HIV. Great movie. Another one of my favorites. And I literally, when I say I could just watch this movie at any fucking point in time, I can watch right. this movie at any fucking point in time. Yeah. And, and it's so funny, but like it's it's literally the standard for those kinds of movies. I don't know what it is. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. you think it would be over cliche, you know? Like, this right. one fucking guy who just experiences all these amazing things, but he's so fucking simple and oblivious, but masterfully done. Mm-hmm. My favorite line from that movie, I may not be a smart man, but I know what love is. Yeah, that's a very good line. My yep. favorite line awesome from line. that movie is, Lieutenant Dan, I scream. <laughs> I scream, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan, you got legs. Lieutenant Dan went hard as a motherfucker against God in that movie. Lieutenant Dan is the man, oh, man. man. Yeah. straight up. Yeah, Gary, he went hard against God, man. Gary Sinise for all times is the fucking best. All times. Yeah, I want to give a quick shout out to Robert Zemeckis. He's done Castaway, he did Back to the Future trilogy, Contact. Like he's got a very underrated catalog of films he's directed in addition to Forrest Gump, obviously. After... Where's where's Brent? Brent left. I don't know. Who has his number? I need to text him. Brent left? What? Uh, oh, yeah, shit, Brent's not left. here no more. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, So, I'm after him, but I just went. Travis? Is it your turn? No, that's me then. It's oh, Ricky. Snap. It's Ricky. Yeah, it's Ricky then Colin. My number Travis. one? Travis already went, so, yeah. yeah. You're number My one. number one... Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> it's supposed to be the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. Like that was my plan. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do something different. Oh, and shit. since my list is fluid and, 
and all over the place. I'm going to throw in Glorious Bastards in there. Ooh, yes. Very good choice. Nice. That's my favorite Tarantino film. Um, 200 steps. It's got some good, it's got some good (laughs) gore. (laughs) It's got some good, uh, some good dialogue, some good writing, some wonderful set pieces. It's got some great horror imagery. Dude, when the, when homegirl's face is on the fucking, uh, smoke from the projector and all that, and she's laughing and all the fucking Nazis are dying, like, dude, like, it's got some great imagery and a great soundtrack, dude. Mm -hmm. And it's got some of the coolest characters ever. Uh, Arrivederci. <laughs> the Bear Jew. Yeah. Bear Jew, yeah, dude. Fucking Eli Roth. Yeah, bitch. Horror master. Yes, bitch. My homeboy from Django, who, which is another. Uh, Christoph uh, Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Waltz. Yeah. Yeah, he's. <laughs> he's he's great in everything. Originally, that role was offered to Leonardo DiCaprio, and Leo turned it down because he was like, "I don't want to play a villain." But then, oh Christ- shit, Christoph Waltz won uh, the the Oscar for that role, and so after that, mm-hmm. Leo Leo called Tarantino. He was like, "I'll do whatever you want," and Tarantino was like, "You're gonna be a racist now." <laughs> well, he fucking. <laughs> He played an amazing villain in Django. Yes, he a, did. A, a 10 out of 10 villain. Cal- Calvin so. Candy is a 10 out of 10. Fuck yeah, bro. That's a hell of a fucking number one, uh, as opposed to Lord of the Rings. That's a good choice. Dude, this is a movie that I could literally... I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a history nerd, especially war history, man. World War One, World War Two, Vietnam. I soak that shit up like a sponge mm-hmm. with a smile every time. I, I guess it's morbid, but I don't care. I just love any period piece set in those times. Have, have you ever seen Band of Brothers? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. That's the shit. That's the shit. Dude. And this has that fucking Tarantino quirkiness to it. Yeah. It has, like I said, it has some rad gore. They're getting fucked up. All of them getting fucked up. They get Hitler screaming, nine, 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 which is a <laughs> meme, but the best. That bar scene, yeah. When, oh yeah, and I can't think of his the actor's name, the guy who uh, was David in Prometheus and all those movies. Yeah, fucking um, what's his name? Fit, Fassbender, Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. Right? Fassbender. Yeah. When when Fassbender figures out that the dude figured him out for not being German, I love the way he just drops it and he's like, "Well then, old boy." Yeah. <laughs> he just straight goes to straight up British. I'm gonna shoot you in the dick. Kyle, <laughs> bro, bro, it's so Tarantino. It hurts in the dick. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Kyle with number ten. Number ten. Number Kyle. ten. I had it set, but when you guys mentioned it, so like what you guys did, I want to switch it up. Number ten originally was Lion King, but oh. when you guys said that, so now I'm in, a, in shambles, kind of, because I don't know what the hell to put it. You're such a cluster <laughs> up there. Kind of how I was with my number one because fucking Travis. I'm going to give three honorable mentions. These are the ones just outside. No Country for Old Men. Nice. Yeah. The Dark Knight. The one just missing is Avatar. James Cameron directing. The number 10 is Dune, directed by Dennis Wienerwave that came out like last year, I think. Yeah. yeah. Sci-fi is my favorite genre. I love just the slower-paced movies where you have to pay attention. And 
Hans Zimmer again. I feel I mentioned him about forty times already. Fuck yeah, bro. The soundtrack. He's a beast. And for I've read that is one of the few books I've read along with Into the Wild. And the fact that they're splitting it into two movies, and the second ones I heard is going to be over three hours long, is Fuck I think yes. a very good thing because there's so much content to cover. Both the first one, just I love how. The slow, they, the slow build up to whatever's going to happen in the second one. I don't want to spoil it to those who haven't read the book. Right. Timothy Chalamet, you know, Oscar Isaac, incredible cast again. The, the cinematography was very Blade Runner 2049 like. It's a lot of right. drawn out, you no know, pan shots, making you appreciate the scenery. And you could definitely see where. Because Star Wars, a lot of the stuff in Star Wars was inspired by the first Dune book. And right. watching this movie, you could definitely see where that came from. You know, with the Emperor. And then you got the House of Trades, good guys, basically. And the Force part where, you know, Timothy Chalamet's character, Paul Atreides, is trying to speak to his mother through his mind. I think the Force part in Star Wars was inspired to that. You're just right. seeing all... That was kind of cool. And... Again, the, the one thing that pisses me off is people were bashing about the non-climactic ending. And uh, I was thinking to myself, were people in 2001 bitching about the non-climactic ending of the Fellowship of the Ring? Right. Knowing there's going to, the story's going to continue, there's going to be another movie. I was that guy, because I, I, I saw Lord of the Rings Part 1 without knowing it was books. And I was oh, like, wait. yeah, I, I, at first I was yeah. like, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I thought that was funny. People complaining about that, but just the slow build up, just the introduction to the you know, the worlds and all that. But I, they're going to they got to go past two. I don't think this is a story you can tell from the books in two movies. Maybe the right. first book, but there's I believe the main Dune book chronicles are six to seven books, and there's three prequel books. One that covers each the you know, House of Trades, there's Harkonnens, and then. Whatever the other one is, I can't think of them. So I think this is definitely something that can be expanded into its own little cinematic universe, which I'm excited and I really hope it does become that. It would be, so it would be amazing. I mean, yeah, I'll, put, I'll put it this way: the, the first movie stopped at the logical stopping point before definitely. before yes, you get into exactly. the crazy. Right. Like, I, I watched yeah. it and I was like, "This movie's a ten. And the right. problem is, is I know that part two is going to be better. Yeah, right. Like that's because I know what's gonna happen. Like, and I didn't read the books, but I watched the old movies. I know what's gonna happen. They right. got Christopher Walken casted as the Emperor in Part Two. It's oh, gonna God, be better. Christopher awesome. Walken. But look, I, I hope. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I I oh, hope they ride. Right. I hope they ride Dune as many fucking movies yeah. as they possibly oh, can. Yeah, based on look, what's been done at, right here. As long as yes. as long as they commit the same efforts, the same money into making and producing and score and everything fucking else mm-hmm. that they did with the first movie, just just keep fucking doing it. I will go to the movies every single yeah. fucking time. You will have my money, and you will have everyone mm-hmm. else's money, too. You're going to make money. Just keep the fucking shit rolling. Because so far, yeah. the first movie was amazing. Yeah, Incredible movie. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because it's not even the most epic shit that's going to happen, but the first no, movie yeah. was a fucking 10. And all this is coming from someone who also thinks that the David Lynch movie is a 10. This guy. Okay. <laughs> it's, no. t- it's a 10 for different reasons, but it's still a 10. 
I mean, hey, whatever works. <laughs> I love my favorite thing to do is to show people the scene where you first see the Baron floating around and he pulls the heart plug out of that random guy. <laughs> Just to show yeah. someone who doesn't know anything about Dune that scene out of context and be like, this is Dune, what do you think? And they're like, the fuck is going what the on? Fuck? <laughs> Spice. What is it doing to me? I'm going to fucking sign us off here because I don't know how else to do it. I've been Travis Maxaboon on the Dunes Cantina episode, and it was a lovely experience having Kyle Miller on to give us his top five and then run us down through his top six through ten, inspiring us all to just bear our souls, bear our hearts, our fluid lists. Um, Ricky, thank you for being on. Trev, Thanks for having me. As I'm always. Glad to be here. Love that you came to Dunes. Uh, Grindhouse was here, and he fucking he stormed out. He was he was huffing and a puffing. I don't know what he happened. He must have been mad. I don't know. I don't know. I look forward to being on again sometime. You guys are great. Love chatting with you guys. And this is a weekly thing on Friday. Then sign me up. I'll be here. And- what? Join the join, and that goes to everyone out there. Join the Joe Blow Horror Show Discord because we throw out these links all the time, and you never. Is that what you sent from? Yeah, I Kyle, okay, I, sent, okay. I sent you a link to the Discord, bro. You never know when it's going to be a fucking Dunes Cantina, man. Like we're we're just we're just doing this our is thing. like our random get together show. We get together sometimes we record it, okay. sometimes we don't. Yeah, and if you're in the Discord, you have a very good chance of ending up on an episode of the Nightclub, Joe Blow, or Fixie's Playground. True. Sometimes we we have people that cancel <laughs> on us, and we need fill ins. Um, we are more than happy to have each other on, obviously, but new blood is wow. always welcome. So okay. keep that in yeah, mind, bro. Kyle. Join the Discord. You're going to be in there, but uh, I will most, blood, yeah, I will most certainly send you more <laughs> invites to fucking Dunes Cantina. I pop, I pop my podcast cherry. I feel comfortable with it. I love chatting with you guys. And <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> so we're gonna, I want to do this more, so... Hell yeah, Fucking man. right. We'll have you, man, for sure. All right. Well, there it is, everyone. And that's it's good. It's There must be some way out of here. Say the joker to the thief There's too much confusion I can't get no relief Businessmen, they drink my wine Plowmen dig my earth None of them along the line Know what any of it is worth kindly spoke There are many here among us Who feel that life is but a joke But you and I, we've been through that And this is not our thing
Did grow 